Yo, hey everyone, welcome back. Today's episode is all about confident communication. Now, communication is something that I talk to a lot of people about, and often people will tell me that whether it's public speaking, whether it's even presenting in a meeting, or just being able to articulate their ideas, to pitch, to explain, often people will feel in the moment, they'll feel pressure or they're not able to get their point across or say the things that they want to say and communicate their ideas well and that leaves them feeling frustrated and often after the moment they think oh gosh I wish I'd said this or I wish I'd said that and I also think when people lack confidence in communicating it holds them back from sharing their ideas and sharing their knowledge now this is something that I hear from so many people and sadly I think the misconception is that being able to communicate being a public speaker that those things are to do with your personality. So whether you're confident, whether you're an extrovert, whether you enjoy, you know, holding the mic or being in the spotlight, when in fact, communication is a skill. Public speaking is a skill, questioning and interviewing is a skill. And these are skills that we can all learn. So I'm going to share four of my top tips today to improve communication. And recently, a few weeks ago, I was asked to chair a two-day summit. It was the Health and Connected Health and Fitness Summit in London. And so as the chair, I, I opened the, the conference with a 10-minute keynote, or kind of introduction, actually. And then throughout the two days, I was introducing different speakers to the stage. I was facilitating some panel discussions and some Q&As. And then there was also a a bit of an award ceremony at the end. And I I closed and said thanks to everybody for coming. And of course, um, for most of it, I had a script and I had notes. uh, But for some of it, it was impromptu. And I was just, you know, going with it and, and responding to things that other people were talking about. So at the end of the second day, I had a conversation with a woman, a very successful businesswoman who told me that she wished she was a better, uh, more confident communicator. She said, I wish I could stand up there and deliver things and, you know, do Q&As and be on the panel and share my knowledge. But I'm terrified of public speaking. And she said, when I'm even just pitching or sharing an idea in a room with five other people she said I get flustered and I get you know red cheeks and I just hate it my palms are sweaty and I just absolutely hate it and then she asked me you know how can I get better at sharing my ideas how can I become more confident at speaking? And so I shared some of these ideas with her as well. And that's really where I got the idea for this episode. So four simple things that you can do to become a more confident communicator. Number one. Now this one sounds like the most obvious, but it is the thing that people often don't do. And that is to prepare and practice. Now, if you imagine, regardless of whether you're presenting to a team of five people or you're standing on a stage in front of 500 people, even the best speakers in the world prepare and practice. People who've given hundreds of speeches to millions of people, they will have a script, they will rehearse it, and sometimes they'll even go as far as having a physical physical rehearsal so they know when they stand up they know when they're going to walk across the stage they know how they're going to gesture what they're going to do with their hands with their arms if they're going to have a microphone or or hold some notes they will practice and they'll prepare yet sometimes people will go into a situation where they haven't practiced what they're going to say they haven't really prepared and then they leave feeling frustrated and, and overwhelmed so I'm not suggesting one thing to caveat is that You don't want to learn what you're going to say off by heart. This shouldn't be a script that you've memorised because it won't sound natural. But I would recommend 
doing at least three full run throughs. So prepare, it could be with bullet points, it could be with a, a vague script. Uh, prepare and practice at least three times from start to finish. Now, one thing you could do here is film yourself. You could film yourself, you could watch it back, you could time yourself. That's also another thing. Often people won't know if they've got, for example, 30 minutes to fill or even 10 minutes to fill. They don't actually know how long it's going to take them to present or to share. So time yourself. Really, really important that you're sticking to time. That way you don't just rush through your, your talk or your presentation. And then lastly is to is to get some feedback. You know, practice and prepare in front of somebody else and get them to give you some feedback so that you'll go into the presentation or into the interview feeling more confident. Okay, number two is to focus on the one thing that you want people to remember, the one thing and make that the main focus throughout. Now, this is something that is a personal one for me that I've had to work on because as someone who's got often a lot of ideas, a lot of things that I want to share, often I can just go and talk 100 miles an hour and I might talk about one thing and another thing and then jump over to something else. And so it could be quite confusing for the listener and also confusing for me to to remain, for everyone to understand the main takeaway. So a great thing I've started to do for myself is I think if I had five minutes to share this idea or if I had a whole hour to share this idea and somebody left after hearing me talk about it and someone else asked them, oh, what did Adrienne talk about? What was Adrienne, you know, what was she presenting about? What is the one thing I would want them to say? Now, if you can be super clear about what that one thing is, you can make sure that you keep that one thing the main focus, not three things, not five things. Don't make it overcomplicated. Just think about that main focus and that one thing. And that also can help you with the structure because you can outline that thing right at the start when you first start talking. And then you can summarize at the end by reminding your audience or reminding the people listening to you about the one thing that you want them to remember. Okay, number three, and this is less about presenting to a room full of people or to a team. And this is more about one-to-one interaction. Now, when it comes to communication, people often first think about speaking, about talking, about how fast to talk or what to say or how to say it. When a key part of communication starts before you speak and it's actually listening, your ability to listen. And I mean, really listen. So I often talk about listening to understand. And when we listen to understand, the natural response is actually to follow up with another question and to listen more. So a really clear example, because I don't want to be vague. A really clear example is if you think about um, maybe a relationship, a romantic partner or, or a friend or a colleague at work. So one person who how many times I'm sure we've all had this before. How many times have you said to somebody, oh, you know, oh, I'm really overwhelmed, or I'm really stressed out, or I'm or maybe feeling really exhausted, I'm really tired. And their response is, they might think that they're being empathetic, they might be trying to empathise with you and say, oh yeah, me too, you know, I'm feeling really stressed out, I'm feeling really tired, oh, I've had a terrible week, I'm feeling overworked. And suddenly, the person who was, you know, talking first might feel like, actually, that they're just making, they always make things about them, or they always have had it you know, better or worse, when actually they might just, you know, if their intention is just to empathise with you, that isn't always what comes across. So start to think about that and think, do you do that yourself? If someone says to you, oh, you know, I've had the best week, I've had the best day, 
is your response to ask them, wow, why? Why was your day so great? Tell me more about it. Or is it to say, oh yeah, me too, listen to me. So it's a really simple one, but when we listen to understand, we're not just in a conversation where one person's speaking and we're just simply waiting for our our chance to respond and to reply. We're actually listening. We are put almost put yourself in that person's shoes, ask them a follow-up question and really try your best to listen and try not to rush the other person either. If someone's telling you something, it's definitely one for parents. Sometimes our kids, you know, they can start telling us a story and go off. Really try to listen. Try not to rush them. Also with friends and colleagues, try not to rush them. I know sometimes life is busy. We might be on in a rush, but I that's one of my absolute oh things that I hate is when I'm speaking to someone and they kind of, you know, they kind of nudge you along like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, okay, uh, okay, okay. And they just rush you. It's rude and it's annoying. So try not to do that and try and listen to understand. Okay, number four. Now, this is a really simple one, but again, kind of goes back to the idea of when you're speaking to a group, you might be speaking to a team at work in a meeting or you might be presenting to a whole room full of people. Now, right at the start, before you even begin to present or to talk, direct your listeners, direct your audience by telling them what it is that you would like them to do. Now, for example... I sometimes do this at the beginning of a keynote. I will say to my audience at the start, hey, I would love to do a QA and a at the end. I always love to do the Q&A. I love answering people's questions. I think it adds a lot of value to everybody else in the audience. So as I'm speaking, if you think of a question, jot it down, write it in your notes on your phone, write it in a pen with a pen and paper. I don't mind, but just jot it down so that at the end, when I say, does anyone have a question, we can dive straight into the Q&A. Now, I ask people to do that right at the start of my presentations. So it's in their mind that I want them to ask questions. Now, I was watching a talk recently where the presenter actually said at the start, hey, you know what? I don't want this to just be me talking and loads of boring slides. He said, you know, this is a conversation. I want you to contribute and to have input. So at any moment, if you want to, you know, raise your hand, chip in, let's make this a conversation. And he told the audience, he told us all right at the start, that was his expectation and that was what he wanted us to do. So that's a really helpful one. Set the tone, direct your audience or direct your listeners from the beginning and let them know what it is that you want them to do. And I guess I did say four things, but just one extra bonus thing is that that is a really, really powerful tool that you can do in one to one relationships as well. So if you think about uh, your partner or you think about a friend, sometimes we all just want to be heard. We just want to rant or we just want to complain or we just want to explain something. And we want the other person to simply listen, nod their head and tell us and to almost appease us and just say, yeah, you know what? You're right. But if they don't know that's what you want them to do, they might think your partner might think that you want them to problem solve or that you want them to play devil's advocate or to help you come up with a solution. But if, if that isn't what you want, then you get frustrated because you're thinking, I just want to tell you about this situation and how difficult it is. I don't want you to then say, well, this is what you should do. Why don't you email them? Why didn't you say this? Why didn't you say that? And you just end up feeling worse. So that is a real game changer. Please believe me communicate with people especially in romantic relationships or with very close friendships or sisters brothers siblings tell the person what do you want them to do you know what I'd love it if you could just listen and just just listen I just want to be heard or vice versa you could say to them listen 
I want you to help me come up with a solution. I want you to help me problem solve. Any ideas that you have, I'm open to hearing them. Help me. And then they know what you want from the conversation. It will save you a lot of arguments. It might save you a lot of time, a lot of tears, a lot of frustration and a lot of crossed wires. So that is a bonus point. Tell people what do you want from this conversation and try and deliver it. All right, that's it for this episode. I really hope this has been helpful. As I said at the start, communication is a skill. Speaking, presenting, sharing your ideas. It is a skill that you can practice, you can improve. And hey, I'm not going to say that you'll never, ever feel nervous. Sometimes I still feel nervous when I present in front of a room full of people or I do a live recording or something where I think, oh gosh, there's a lot of people logging onto this live. But I still do it and I enjoy it. And the reason I'm able to do it and enjoy it is because of these things. Preparation, practice, focusing on the one thing, having notes, listening to the other person, listening to, the, listening to understand. All of these things, these tools have helped me to become a better communicator. So I hope that's really helpful. I hope you all have an awesome week. And tomorrow I'll be back with a very special episode. So stay tuned for that. See you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.